One, two. Big two. So today we have another episode of the trending in sports as we start off with a little, you know, lighten conversation. Um, so first of all, we're going to say what, you know, what are our opinions on the plan, followed by who do we think are in and out of the plans. And then later on the show, we will have 10 minutes each of the surprise number one MLB team. And next by... week, don't forget to tune in for our NHL playoff predictions. Yeah, that will come out next week. That will also come NBA play-in predictions. So, um, the NHL first round prediction will be alongside um, our NBA play-in predictions. But it'll mostly be, you know, um, it'll mostly be just our predictions on what will go down in the playoffs for the NHL. So we will have a full NHL episode of just what will go down in the whole playoffs, just our main predictions, and then we will just have a final Stanley Cup final prediction. So predictions for the NHL, but we will have that for the NBA. So let's in combo. Um. What do you think about the play-in? I mean, you know, you just have to be a top 10 team in a league of six of 15 teams. So only five teams in this case are eliminated. And, you know, they're in, you're in. I mean, what do you think about this? I don't like it. I think that the playoffs is a thing that's earned and it's not given. And this makes the playoffs given and not earned. And that's what I don't like about it. Yeah, and you know what I actually, like, really am disliking? Like, you see, like... Like, why does the top Kevin... ten get it? But I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give one positive about it. Last year's playoffs, I play and I liked it because that was only top nine seed, not top... That was only eight and nine, not six, seven, seven, eight, nine, ten. That I'm okay with because it's only two teams, one game, and it's different because because uh it's it's that you you it's earned it's different yeah for sure but the the thing i really am like like i i don't have a specific opinion on it i like it in a way because you know if you're an nba fan you know more playoff basketball obviously exciting for the fan but for teams like and yes i'm going to mention the brooklyn nets the big three, the team that if the Nets go on... And big four, do, you forgot about Balake, Griffin. Well, he's not really like a top, you know, like... He, he's like team. a side player. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like he's like that fourth guy who's a role player on the team, just not, you know, in that core three of the big three of the Nets. But you actually think about it, right? The Nets played with the big three. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's games. You know, the Nets, KD could be like, yo, Kyrie, um, let's win 25 games, get injured, and we'll get the eighth seed in the play <laughs> That's That's what I don't like about the play Because you could, you know, like, teams that are in the play the, the Pacers currently in the East are intense. Also, I liked three. how last year, Jack, remember last year's playoffs, there was a rule that you had to be, you had to be a top, you had to be within, with a top, you had to be within like five games or else. This year, you could be say 
every team wins zero games. I know it's impossible. And you win one game and you're in the plane and you're the nine seed. Like, I mean, or the 10 seed and all these tiebreakers. What sense does it mean? I think there should still be that rule where you. No, but my opinion on this is, you know, you see, like, this, this currently, you see this Pacers team, right? They're 31 and 36. Which, that's, like, what I, like, okay, yes, it's a pretty good record for, you know, the last team. But, you know, it, it's it's kind of like, I, I just don't like it because, yes, like, if you actually think about it, yes, oh, my God, playing is, okay, it's just like the NHL qualifiers last year. It's a playing tournament, right? But, like, yeah, okay, like I said, like, literally two seconds ago, I'm repeating myself. Yes, okay, it's play it, playoff basketball, yeah, okay. But, you know, is Pacers-Wizards 10-9 play-in for the East playoff basketball to you? You know, if it's 8-1, I mean, if you have the 7-2 game, two games, Celtics-Nets, which would be right now, yes, that's playoff basketball. But if you have Pacers-Wizards, I mean, I just don't see that as playoff basketball. You know, maybe the West is a little better. If the play-in started today, you get, you know, LeBron versus Steph. Um, you get Ja against a Spurs team that has been, you know, winning a lot of games that they've needed to down the stretch now. But, you know, just seeing, you know, seeing this considered playoff basketball, you know, last year, you know, considering playoff basketball, you would see, you know, the the Magic take on the Bucks. You know, that's playoff basketball for, for last year. You'd see the Sixers take on the Celtics or the Heat take on the Pacers. That was playoff basketball. But this year... You see the Wizards and the Pacers, you know, they have to earn their spot. And, you know, the Pacers could just say, you know, oh, we can't try, you know, and now we'll make a push at the end. You know, now they do have to win every single, a lot of their games. You know, a lot of their games are important now. But in the end, I, I just don't see this as, you know, oh, playoff basketball. You know, I'd rather. Yes, the Hornets and the Sixers might not be as good. But you know, you see Nets Celtics as two seven, Bucks Heat as three six, Knicks Hawks as four five. That would be playoff basketball. But you know, now you can see the ten seed at the end of the regular season become the eight seed. I mean, I, I just don't like the idea. Just to me. Um. So now we're just gonna make, we will make our predictions in just about a week from now on the play in, but first. We have to make our predictions on what would happen if the plan started today. Also, so I got a question for you. So, Jack, so you know in the NHL this year, there, there, uh, there are no, there are no, uh, I mean, not NFL. You know in the in the NHL there are no like conferences this year. I mean, yeah, it's, so it's. it's so I have a question for you. You get, you get, you're the Vegas Golden Knights and the uh, Carolina Hurricanes are competing for the President's Trophy. If you're Vegas or Carolina, do you tank your last games so you don't get the President's Trophy? Because we all know about the President's Trophy playoff curse. I don't think, you know, that matters. You know, if you're a good team, you're a good overall team um so that will complete our segment of play in combo 
And let's move on to our next segment. This is actually next. It is time. Sorry for our five-minute talk on the surprise team in the world of baseball. And that indeed is the Boston Red Sox. You know, they've been coming up and they've been going out here. And being able to win this game and the way they've been playing, you know, how the Red Sox have been playing overall. You know, the rookie Bobby Delback, you know, he had an over 27 hit, hitless streak, came up and playing great. After that, he broke that. You know, Rafi Deb Devers has been great. I mean, this is, yes, a surprise team. But, you know, the depth this team has always had. Yeah, maybe people thought that the Yankees could win the World Series. And as a Yankees fan, I hope that will still happen. But, you know, they're not living up to the hype, the Yankees. And watching the Yankees play, you see, okay, yeah, you know, they're a great hitting team. But, you know, for now, now you see a team that, isn't hitting great. Um, their pitchers aren't pitching great. But all of a sudden now, I mean, they're they're starting to come together, you know. But overall, I think that the Red Sox, you know, as a Yankees fan, I hate the Red Sox. Um, I really hate them. But overall, you know, you got to give it up for them. You know, they're not a great team. They're pretty much, you know, Similar to the team last year that they were. Obviously, they did get some guys back. Eduardo Rodriguez, Chris Sale, they're all back. You know, they also got the addition of rookie Bobby Dalback, who's been pretty good. Um, but I think overall, when you, the Red Sox, they've been, like, underratedly one of the most surprising teams in the MLB to me. I mean, yes, they're the number one team, so they might not be surprising to everyone, um, especially Red Sox fans. But overall, you know, they're they're overall they're barely the number one team. But the Red Sox are twenty two and thirteen. Yes, the Yankees are three and a half back of them. So are the Rays with the Blue Jays four back and the Orioles six back. But overall, I, I think, I believe that the Red Sox have, they have so much potential. But personally, I think that overall, they won't come down to be a great team. You know, I, I, I like the Red Sox. But I think down the stretch in the playoffs, they will for sure be tested to me. And th- that's just my opinion, you know. Lou, what do you think? about them. He told me, we're winning our 90-80 games this year. We're going to be a good team this year. We ain't going to be last year. He told me this at the end of last year, how he loved last season, because we got a good draft pick, and, and it was a fake season in his opinion, which I agree with him, but that's another question for us that we'll debate later. Do we, was last year a fake season? I don't think so, but we could debate over that. And Saf said, we got a good pick. It was a fake season. Next year, we're going to do good. So I think we got a, a lot of steals out of last season. A good pick, a good team, and now we're, we're the real deal this year. And that's what he told me last year. I I agree with him. I can't agree with him even more. And 
Sav, I do agree with you. So I think that this team definitely they definitely learned of what they definitely learned from what happened last year. You know, it's just like this New York Knicks team. Like, tell me, what did they really improve on since last year? Okay, Nerlens Noel, okay, he's been a key addition, okay, and maybe Emmanuel quickly. But what else has really changed since last year? Coaching. I'm saying player-wise. Obviously, yes, Tom Thibodeau, in my opinion, has made a huge difference on this New York Knicks team. But tell me, what has been the difference? Fun fact, my dad and I, before this season, we made a bet, I said, we're going to suck. He said, no, we're not. You'll see Tibbs is going to lift us. Yeah, Tib has definitely lifted us. But in my opinion, look at this. Look at this team. You know, they've showed up. Julius Randle, he's the same exact person the last year. But the way he's shown up, same with the Red Sox. You know, they there's such thing as a team improving, you know. And I think that's what exactly what the Knicks and the Red Sox have done. I mean, they've just improved and they've been one of the top 10 teams in the league, in the NBA and obviously now that the Red Sox the Red Sox are now the top one team in the MLB but yeah so let's move on to our next conversation we're going to stay in the MLB zone but this time it's not a you know clap to a team it's a sadness clap you know overall Dodgers in their last 10 games if I'm correct before um but this was entering Saturday. This was entering Sunday. They have. They were losing. They have lost two. They've won. Sorry, they've won two of the last eight games. You know, definitely a downfall for those Dodgers. You know, their pitching hasn't been great. And even if it's not even a question, they're one of the top pitching teams in the in the league right now. You know, Trevor Bauer, Clayton Kershaw has been great. You know, Walker Bueller. But yes, they they they're two for nine. Confirming now. Two for nine in their last 11 games. You know, they're pitching. You know, yesterday they did lose. Okay, they lost 2-1. You know, Trevor Bauer had a decent game yesterday, right? But now you look at them. You know, they, like literally the other day, you know, they they got the job done on Saturday night. Um, They actually won 14-11. Um, But, you know, the Julio Urias... Let's up, you know, he lets up five runs. And then Joe Kelly comes out of the pen, lets up four runs. You know, their pitching has a big great. You know, they lost two out of three against the Angels. They got swept by the Cubs before. They, they, the other, the other, they only won one out of four games against the Cup, against the Brewers. My bad. I mean, they've just been not on a hot streak lately. I mean, teams have been able to out them. Now, who knows, it might be just, you know, a downfall, a little, you know, a little downfall. Um, now they have a team that hasn't been great overall entering um, this week. They have an eight, 18 and 17 Mariners. They've been okay this season. They haven't been great, like I said. And, you know, the Dodgers have the same record as them. So I think it's going to be a good test for this Dodgers team. Um, but I think overall, it's just been a fluke. I mean, to, to a lot of people, it's been a fluke. You know, ESPN coming out and saying after five straight series losses, the Los Angeles Dodgers are looking for answers. You know, the New York Post saying Trevor Bauer is not happy with the Dodgers. Um, you know, and obviously Mets fans are like, oh, you, you should regret that. You know, come come to New York. We wanted you and you wanted to go to the Dodgers. Um, 
And the Dodgers said, you know, the Dodgers said that that we we're gonna come back. And Trevor Bauer quote, he said, we're not just going to sleepwalk. He was definitely happy, not happy about the team's performance yesterday in the two-one loss to the Angels. So obviously that was key. Um, yesterday it was a tough, you know, loss for the Dodgers. You know, just continuing their little slide. But to me, I never like to see a team on a downfall. So, you know, I hope that in these late games, um, I, I hope that they do much better than they have. Um, so moving on to the last, Lou will, um, you know, take control of most of this segment. Uh, I'll be asking him questions. Who's And we like to call this segment, who's in, who's out, NBA. And Lou will say his opinion on the 9, 10, 11, and 12 teams, and who will be, who's in and who's out in the playoffs. So right now in both leagues, the 13, 14, and 15 seeds in both conferences are officially eliminated in the Eastern. It's the Magic, the Cavs, and the Pistons eliminated. And in the West, it is the Timberwolves, the Thunder, and the Rockets officially eliminated. All other teams are still alive. But now the 9, 10, and 11, and 12 teams Right now, it's the 32 and 36 Wizards. A half a game behind them are the 31 and 36 Pacers. Then three games back of the Wizards are the 29 and 39 Raptors. And then five games back of the Wizards are the Raptors. So officially, the longest margin is between the 10 and the 12. The the Raptors, well, we'll say officially for the 11 and 12 seeds, the Bulls are currently two and a half games out with the Raptors four and a half games out. So my question to you, Lou, is do the Bulls or the Raptors get into the play The Bulls do, and I'll tell you why. As much as I love CP3, I love his co- the coach, Billy Donovan. And last year, I picked CP3 to win it all. Does it change this year? No, it does not. Phoenix got the chip this year. Of course, I'm working with Phoenix to win the chip. Well, Lou, yes, you gave us a hint on our Phoenix, but do you think that the Chicago Bulls will get in this year? I I said yes. You think the Chicago Bulls will get in the playoffs? Over who? Over. The Pacers or the Wizards? Ooh, a little shock. The Wizards are currently in the nine-seed spot, and they are actually just, they are five games out of the six-seed. So it's kind, of, it's kind of, you know, win or die by this point. But I think that they have been officially eliminated from, I think that their only chance is, you know, to get in the play-in. The Hornets are the la- other team that they are, Four games out, so that would mean that they, they, they need everything to go in their charm to become the sixth seed. The Celtics, meanwhile, are only two games out of the Heat, who are the current sixth seed. But they play them on Tuesday, so they could go within one. So, sooner than later. So, you think the Bulls get in over the Wizards, but do the do the Pacers bump to the ninth seed, or the Bulls take over the ninth seed? I got the Pacers. So Lou says the Bulls shock the world and get these last few wins while the Wizards get these last few losses. 
Now moving on, Zion Williamson's Pelicans and the Kings. The Kings are currently two and a half games out with the Pelicans one and a half games out. Do any of these catch the San Antonio Spurs who are in the 10th spot now? No, they do not. So what's your official play in for the West? So right now you have the Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, Spurs, and the Trailblazers are... are the Trailblazers are in the sixth spot, and the Mavericks are in the five spot. So, what's your official playing prediction? Who gets a seven seed? Do the Lakers stay at seven, or do yeah, they, the or, or do they overtake the Trailblazers at six? The Lakers take the seven. Well, well, I'll, I'll jump in in this a little. I believe that the Trailblazers will get the seven. Lakers are only one game behind them, but you know the Trailblazers do have the tiebreaker. But accordingly, that LeBron will return Tuesday or Wednesday. So I think that they will overtake the Trailblazers if they get lucky. You know, Lakers have the Knicks on Tuesday. Could be tough. But I do think that, you know, you could see a little shocking as the Blazers have the Rockets. You know, yes, they're easy. But then you got the Jazz and the Suns coming later on. Um, the Lakers, personally... They in their in their next three games, they had the Suns last night, got the job done. They had the Knicks on Tuesday, followed by the Rockets on Wednesday. I think LeBron's return will make an effect on them. So I have the Lakers at the seven. Who I have the Lakers at the six with the Blazers at the seven. Who has the eight? Do the do the Warriors hold stand with the Grizzlies only a half a game behind them? The Warriors do hold on. So Lou has a right now Lakers Warriors in the play-in game, and like Lou said, he said the Grizzlies and the Spurs will stay at the nine ten. Um, and now to cap it off, we have the return of the segment of challenge flags. Lou, this challenge is going to be who? Te- what team in the NBA do you challenge to make a run in the playoffs? You already know. That's one team, one team only, Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I personally don't, I, I'm going to go challenge the Knicks. I mean, I can't not challenge them. They're my team, obviously, and I'm not being favored I to them. I'm a Heat fan. My Heat are my second favorite team, but the Knicks are my number one. And they will, whether they're bad or not, they will always be my number one. Um... But personally, yes, my the Miami Heat are in six, trying to fight off, trying to stay in seven. So, now, my team that I challenge, I mean, obviously I have to go. Have to go with the New York Knicks. They've just been great overall, and I think that the Knicks, you know, challenge them. Go ahead, get to even the Eastern Conference Finals, and I'll be happy. You know, win or lose, happy. Um, make a run and go Knicks. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Big Two with Jack and Lou. We will see you next week for our third episode of the trending series. But that will have to hold on till a couple weeks later. That will return after the NBA playoffs finish. But tune in. We'll have on, I think that's, it's going to be Friday. I think Friday we will come out. Yes, Friday, Friday a week. Not this Friday, but next Friday, we will come out with our NBA play-in recap alongside our 
NBA playoffs, first round predictions. See you next time on the Big Two with Jack and Lou. But lastly, Lou. Big Two on you. One, two.